Welcome to Cultivating Presence, The Psychology of Soul with Dr. Lisa Cooney. Talk radio to align your power with your passion, your life with your vision, and your spirit with your mission. I'm Dr. Lisa Cooney, and thanks to the Dr. Pat Show, I will be with you each week at this time on Fridays. And once again, I just want to take the opportunity to thank all you wonderful listeners. It's been great getting to know you and especially hearing from you live, on the phone, and certainly through the email. I really appreciate all your loving and kind words. They certainly warm my heart and feed my soul. So a big thank you to you. Um, So as you've been hearing these last few weeks, we offer to all of you, our faithful listeners, a free gift. Um, And thank you to all those that called and asked about LEAP in our workshops, and we certainly appreciate you reaching out and asking. I want to share with you today about some of our upcoming workshops, our Wheel of Life Women's Group Workshop, if you need some community support, our monthly Breathwork Sunday our tune-up workshop, and then certainly we're doing a yoga healing, a Tree of Life yoga healing workshop, and our day-long Law of Attraction workshop. So certainly give me, Dr. Lisa, a call at 1-800-301-1603. That's 301-1603. Or check out the website at aboutleap.com. That's aboutleap, L-E-A-P.com for more information. So let's talk a little bit about today's topic. And here's some questions I want to ask you. Have you ever ever found it impossible to let go of a thought, a feeling, a situation, or an event? And maybe even harder to let go of the feelings of negativity toward the person involved in that situation or event? Well, I'll tell you what, this is the show for you. And hopefully, since you're listening, you are ready to be done with that situation. Yes, I mean really done, letting go, surrendering, forgiving, and forgetting. Don't get scared, it's really a positive thing. Remember from past shows, I've shared how much of your personal power is given to that person or event just by going over and over and over and over it in your mind or sharing it again with others. And by doing so and by sharing it over and over again, you're just re-experiencing the wounding and you're fueling the fire about what you believe to be true about that situation, which inevitably just has you tossing and turning all night long and basically nothing will change with that situation or your feelings or that person other than you feeling more powerless and out of control over yourself. Doesn't sound like pretty good odds to me. Today, we're talking about loving what is and the work. And later on, I'll be talking about this with my guest, Byron Katie, founder of the work and author of the best-selling books, Loving What Is, I Need Your Love, Is That True? A Thousand Name for Joy, Living in Harmony with the Way Things Are. We're sharing today about dealing with whatever it is you're reacting to and freeing yourself from the chains of reactivity. Today is the day you will change yourself forever. Suffering is optional, you know. To suffer is a choice you can make or not make. Do you know that whatever your beliefs about yourself or others or the world at large are, they are your filters that you experience life through. It is your thoughts that allow you to react to life. It's what you think that is disturbing you, not really what someone else is doing. That's just the trigger. So we are really disturbed by, not by what happens to us, but by our thoughts about what happens to us. We all need to open our minds and question what we perceive to be thinking, especially if it causes reactivity inside us, or especially if we are trying to get others to ally with our point of view on the subject, and certainly if it's against somebody else. Remember the law of attraction, what you believe you receive, what you think will be what you create. The choice is drama or chaos or truth, integrity, and love. Our thoughts really want reality to be different than what it is. The best part is this is all about your choice. It's your choice how you want to deal with reality. Stay reactive or choose to heal and respond. Choose to surrender and forgive or choose to recreate recreate and re-wound yourself. 
choose personal freedom or personal constriction. I think it's so amazing that our thoughts are so powerful and have such control over us. Just look around you and listen to what you tell people or you tell the people in your life. Listen for those stories, situations, or people that you're tired of ruminating about, friends or family members that make you just spin all about and lose your power. Now, put the mirror and turn the mirror back to you and ask yourself the same question. What is it about yourself that's triggering you about these people or situations? What do you know you need to let go of? What belief do you know is draining your life force? What is the story that is sabotaging your generosity of spirit and the chatter that refuses to give you rest? Today, you can choose to own that you are more powerful than your thoughts and choose loving, healing, and letting go over reactivity, pain, drama, and chaos. The work, as Byron Katie calls her amazing work, allows you to go inside and find your own happiness. It allows you to experience what already exists within you, unchanging, immovable, ever-present, ever-waiting. No teacher is necessary. You are the teacher you've been waiting for. You are the one at the end of your own suffering. Here's the gift in all this that you all need to know about. Those situations where your story or your thought attachment is super strong, they are your teachers. Yes, those situations that trigger you the most, it is your teacher. Yes, I mean your teacher. It is an opportunity for growth. Crisis is an opportunity for growth. These situations, people, or events are opportunities for your personal growth and healing. That's the crux of Katie's work, it's the crux of my work, and it's the crux of all our work to evolve our souls on the planet. The work itself that Byron Katie created is an ongoing and deepening process of self-realization, not a quick fix. It's more than a technique, Katie says. It brings to life from deep within you an innate aspect of your being. Remember, any situation in your life that you are reacting to is first and foremost about you. Because when you judge another, you are really devaluing and disowning parts of yourself that you dislike. And the other person, or the event, or the person in the event, simply just completely reminds you of you and that feeling that you don't want to remember or feel or deal with. In fact, sometimes you hate it, and therefore you put the blame on another and stay in that suffering struggle so you don't have to deal with you. Well, folks, dealing with you and dealing with ourselves is what life is all about. Creating ourselves, finding ourselves, that's the journey. Becoming the best we can be, living our best life, and becoming the best you that you can be. When you're blaming or judging someone, it's really hard to become the best you that you can be. You get stuck in all these other chaotic dynamics that really are not in your essence or in your highest good. So, and dealing with ourselves is really simply human. We better get with the program, all of us, and join the world in waking up ourselves from control, from the control that these egoistic negative tendencies have on ourselves. That's what it is. That's what it's time for. Every story that we have is really a variation on a single theme. Um, and basically, the theme is that whatever's happening should not be happening, and you feel thwarted or threatened or frustrated by it. You know, you keep hearing yourself say, I shouldn't have this experience. Life is not fair. These people are not fair. Why do they bother me? These stories and judgments, um, in order to do the work, which I'm going to go into right now, the four questions on the work, you will have to write down your own stories. And, and writing down your own stories about the people, places, or events, or situations that bother you become the material you will use to do the work that Katie will be on in our next um, segment to talk about. 
You will put each written statement one by one up against the four questions. And here's the four questions. And if you have a pen, certainly not when you're driving, but if you have a pen and you're sitting down, write these questions down. The four questions are, is it true? Is what you're thinking true? Can you the second question is, can you absolutely know that it is true? Again, this is about what's true for you. So the first question is, is it true? The second question is, can you absolutely know it's true? The third question is, how do you react when that situation happens, when you believe that thought? How do you react? What happens when you believe that thought? And the fourth question is, very important question, who would you be without that thought? I love that question. Who would you be without that thought? I'm sure we would all be our, our soul print, which is that intrinsic spiritual signature, unique and likened to a fingerprint that is the essence and purpose of all of us here on the earth. And then after those four questions, you turn around the statement. You rewrite the statement as if it, as if it is written about you, or, some, or Katie says that it's a 180-degree turnaround, that it makes it the complete opposite. Com com consider whether or not the turnaround statement is as true or more true for you than the first statement. Well, I'll keep mentioning these questions for you to get them down if you haven't uh, had time to write it all down. It's a lot of information to take. Just remember that everyone is a mirror image of yourself. Your own thinking comes back to you. If you are blaming someone or something for being a manipulator, then write that statement down or say it to yourself. Find out how you are manipulating and really own your feelings so that you can start empowering you and stop blaming you and others and giving your power away to others. My desire is to wake you out of your spiritual slumber and teach you how to be here now. You can live from your soul, speak from your heart, and love the life you live. My mission is to teach you how to align your power with your passion, your life with your vision, and your spirit with your mission. Life is meant to be joyous, and you are meant to live and be and create all that you desire and want in, any, in every relationship in your life. Join me after the break with guest Byron Katie, founder of The Work and best-selling author of many books, especially Loving What Is. This is Dr. Lisa, and you are listening to Cultivating Presence on The Dr. Pat Show. Enjoy an evening with Deepak Chopra in Seattle on March 4th for his top title, An Evening with Deepak Chopra. In this unforgettable lecture, Deepak will address the deeper meaning of our existence, including what is our true nature? Where do we come from? What is the meaning and purpose of our existence? What are the mechanics of creation? How can we transform ourselves? Deepak explains how the greatest spiritual secrets are tied up in this simple answer. It takes a total shift in perception to realize that you are not in the world. The world is in you. Don't miss this third event in the Five Evenings with Extraordinary People series. Visit thedrpatshow.com for ticket information. Join Deepak Chopra in Seattle on March 4th at 7 p.m. at Benaroya Hall. Visit thedrpatshow.com for more information. 
Susan Kabalik, international speaker and author from the Center for Effective Learning, has created a character education program designed for teachers and parents. The lifelong guidelines and life skills provide the language and tools to guide children and teens into becoming caring and responsible citizens. To learn more about this dynamic and life-changing program, call 253-815-8800 or visit thecenterforlearning.com. That's the center, the number four, learning.com. Frequency, made with marine phytoplankton, is taking the world by storm. This live, raw, gluten-free, whole food liquid raises your vibration and nourishes your body at the cellular level. It provides 400 times more energy than any other plant and is 90 to 99% absorbable. Find out more about this powerful and loving product by calling 877-428-7379 and ask for a free sample. Visit wholefoodliquid.com. Louise Hay has shown millions of people how to heal their lives. You can be next. Now, Louise's inspirational life story is captured in the new You Can Heal Your Life, the movie. This loving portrait of Louise and the impact of her life work features guest appearances by Wayne Dyer, Cheryl Richardson, Doreen Virtue, and more. See the movie that's changing lives, now available on DVD. To watch a free preview, visit www.youcanhealyourlifemovie.com. Learn how to balance mind, body, and heart during your own renaissance and improve the quality of your life and those around you. Bust the crust of your egoic thinking. Michael Nardi, the Renaissance Man, author of the new book, Stop Thinking, Start Living, and Begin Celebrating Every Moment, tells the story of his mother-in-law, Mama Jay, her miracle, and how he stopped thinking and how he celebrates every moment. Check out michaelnardi.com. That's michael, N-A-R-D-I.com. Spread the word. Your favorite shows are on Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome back. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Dr. Lisa on the Dr. Pat Show, and this is Cultivating Presence, the Psychology of Soul. We've been talking about loving what is in the work by Byron Katie, who is my guest today. The work, just to remind you, allows you to go inside and experience the deep peace that already exists within you, the peace that is intrinsic to all of us, which is unchanging, immovable, and ever-present. The work takes you there. It's truly a coming home to yourself. This is an ongoing and deepening process of self-realization, not a quick fix. It's more than a technique, Katie says. It brings life from deep within us, an innate aspect of our being. The work is merely four questions. It's not even a thing. It has no motive, no strings. It is nothing without your answers. These four questions that I'm going to repeat to you here will join any program that you have gotten enhanced it, as Katie says. Any religion you have, it will enhance it. If you have no religion, it will bring you joy. And, and that joy will burn anything up that is not true for you. That joy will burn through, through to reality that has, the reality that has always been waiting for you to come home to yourself too. So just as a reminder, here are the four questions. Is it true? Can you absolutely know it's true? How do you react? What happens when you believe that thought? And who would you be without that thought? That's my most favorite question. Who would you be without that thought? And then it's really important to turn the statements around, to turn the story around and really own it. And you want to find examples in that turnaround that are or could be as true or truer for you. So before I go any further, 
I want to call in here. Uh, Katie's on the line with us and start asking some questions. So, Katie, are you there? I am, Dr. Lisa. I am very, very happy, happily so, too. Yes, wonderful. And we're so happy to have you here. Thank you. So the first question, of course, that I'm sure all the listeners want answered by you is what is the work and how is it applied to, to, and how is it applied to the suffering people face in, every, in their everyday lives? Well, the, the simple version is the work is four questions and a turnaround. And, mm-hmm. and what, the, the way I answer the question also is the work is a way to identify the thoughts that cause all the suffering in the world, the thoughts that we ourselves are thinking. It is, um, it, it's so simple that children can do it, old people can do it, schizophrenics, bipolar, anyone right. can do it if their minds are open to it. I think that that's so beautiful and it's so simple because, I mean, not so simple but simple, that it's just really with the power of our thoughts. Mm-hmm. I think what's revolutionary about the work is that it doesn't focus so much on changing our situation or adding or removing things in our lives. Because um, as I've coached people in their personal work, I've often noticed that people come in for a fix. They want their spouse or parent, child, job, body, whatever it is, that they feel is the source of trouble in their lives to change. And a lot of the work I do is helping people find the locus of change, which ultimately the locus of control within themselves. Mm-hmm. And one of the teachings that you share is, is it's not the problem that causes our suffering, it's our thinking about the problem. Trying to let go of a painful thought never works. Instead, once we have done the work, the thoughts let go of us. At that exactly. point, we can truly love what is, just as it is. Can you say a little bit more about that? Well, you know, I tried forever. You know, we, all of us, we've tried to change our thoughts. We've tried to, to disregard them. We've tried to not believe them. Right. We've tried... We have tried medicating them down. That's what addiction is about. It's how we react. It's what happens when we believe the thoughts. Addictions. And, and we've right. tried um, meditating them down. We've tried, we've tried um, screaming at ourselves, stop that. What do you mean? You're not supposed to think that way. And, and because we believe our thoughts, we act out. And it shows us, uh, as we act out, what we're really believing. And people think, why did I do that? Why did I do that? What was I thinking? Well... What were you thinking? I invite the world to put it on paper and question it with those four questions that you just named. Mm-hmm. You know, um, believing our thoughts, our thoughts is not a choice. We believe them until we question them. And as long as we believe them, that is how we create our own reality. For example, if I, if I really, really believe in my heart I'm a good person, I could use an affirmation, I'm lovable, loving, and love. I'm a kind person. Uh-huh. I'm a kind person. I'm lovable, loving, and love. But then when our child dies, if we get the parking ticket, or we lose an arm or a leg, everything we're believing overpowers that. And it's as yeah. simple as when some, someone cuts us off in traffic, our, our, our mind overrides, I'm lovable, loving, and love. So for people in the work, it's a, it's a very valuable thing when we notice our mind is being overridden by negative thoughts. It shows us what to put on paper and what to question. And then that same thing can happen again, and we laugh. Where there used to be uh, depression and addiction, it is replaced by our true nature. Our true nature and, and our mind, its true nature, is... It, it's a match to the heart. If, you know, anyone, uh-huh. if, if you look at it, it's when, you're, when, you, when you remember the times when your heart was wide open, 
look at where your mind was at. It was wide open. Open mind, open heart. Absolutely. Mind, closed heart. So this work is about opening the heart and keeping it open, using everything terrible that could possibly happen in the world, using those situations to enlighten ourselves. So we question our thoughts about the world. The world is not the problem, even though our mind would convince us. The world is not the problem. What we're believing about the world, that is the problem. And I'm a living example of that. And there are thousands and hundreds of thousands of us now that are waking up to reality. And, you know, a thought like, he doesn't care about me. You know, it could send a person into depression because look what happens when you think that thought your mind immediately begins to image and tell you and give you all of the proof and reasons why it truly doesn't care about you. That's how the mind works. So if you add, he doesn't care about me, and you add, is it true? And you get Mm -hmm. still and you sit in that and you walk that thought through these four questions and turn around, you can never believe it again. Or if you do, you're left with a balance like you know could be possible and the truth is i don't know right and and so the next time you think the thought he doesn't like me you're unaffected that depression those images those thoughts can no longer happen because your mind is open to what is true and what is not true or what may not be true i think it's so beautiful what you're sharing you know and and all the examples are so amazing because Really what it does, and what I'm hearing from you also, and then also, of course, reading the work and, and working myself through it, um, it really takes the re- puts the responsibility on ourselves where it should be. Because most of us find that when we act a certain way from our thoughts, it's very clear how off they are, those yeah. thoughts, and yeah. by the reaction we get back or by the situations and the chaos that ensues. But what I love about the work is that before it even gets acted out in, in reality, or on the physical plane, it's, it's handled, hopefully, it's handled within us um, and within our own psyche by writing it down, by journaling it, by getting it out of our body. And then the energy just shifts and, and the belief of the story, I should say, that we've told ourselves or created for ourselves that we thought so much was true actually becomes not true. Absolutely. And if we deal with the thought like he doesn't care about me, if I question it, let's say that's in a, a portion of my uh-huh. journal that I've isolated... He doesn't care about me. Then, then I, I do the four questions and turn around with it. And then, you know, this is so remarkable. And, and I, uh-huh. I don't know how people are hearing it. But here's what's true. If I think that about my mother, I can no longer believe it. If I think it about the next door neighbor, I can no longer believe it. If I think yeah. it about anyone on the, in, in this world, no matter what, I can no longer believe it. My mind is open to, I don't know. I can't know another person's mind or heart. And it's not just open on an intellectual level or right. a logical level. You just can't make yourself know. For example, on the, on, for um, your listeners that have read A Thousand Names for Joy, I talk about all those years of blindness, and it was never a problem. And, and then, you know, I, I get these two cornea transplants, and I didn't need to see. I didn't even have the desire to see. My husband mm-hmm. wanted me to see. But, you know, I could see, you know, with our eyes open or not. And I invite all your listeners to test it. It's like if you close your eyes, you still see the world. Right. That is not blindness. You see it. 
and your thoughts are projecting it in your mind, and when your eyes are open, it's still projecting that world in your mind. It just seems to be more vivid. So as we continue to question our thoughts, our world is literally, we are shifted to another paradigm, and I call it heaven. It's like, it's like if we, if you, if you consider uh-huh. our lives on earth, and, and well, let's just say, here we are, and all of a sudden we died, and we went to heaven. And it was beyond all the beauty we've ever heard described at its, at its ultimate. And there we are. We're in heaven. Now, what if you took everything you believed about earth with you? What if you took <laughs> all those belief systems you hold within you to heaven? You would think it's earth. And you would have a problem with it. And you'd be blaming this and that and the rain and the wind and the earthquakes and the, and the people and what they think and, and broken legs and arms. And, and, and this is heaven. And this is the paradigm shift when you, when you question the thoughts that are, you know, your stressful thoughts, the ones that are, that, are, that are causing your depression. You just notice them, get still, journal, circle them, do them one at a one concept, one statement at a time. You literally are waking yourself up to heaven, and there are a lot of people doing that now. There are a lot of us, and we have seen and read the, the books of the great masters, but they didn't tell us how, and they right. still don't. And the work, these four questions and turn around, it is how. That's for people in a hurry like me. Right, 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 and that's so, so I mean, that's, so, that's exactly where I was going to go. We're going to get ready to close out for our break here before we come back. But I just wanted to mention that as I was listening to you talk about all this, it's so, you know, all the spiritual teachers of the world, like you were saying, you know, teach us about opening our heart and how our minds are the real cause of our own suffering. And this process that you created, the work, really takes the mind and, and works it through so that your heart can open. So I really just wanted to reflect that back to you. And that's why, it's to my, for myself, it's such po- powerful work and why we wanted to have you here on the show. So Thank you. Thank before we go to break, I want to remind our listeners to call in with your questions at 1-800-930-2819. This is Dr. Lisa on the Dr. Pat Show, and we'll be back after the break. Stop surviving. Start living. This is the year to bring your life and your health to the next level. Come to the workshop that can help transform your life and your health. See how your beliefs affect your body and learn specific techniques for creating optimal health. Sponsored by the Institute of Healing Arts and Sciences. This workshop will help you do all of this and more. Register now for Introduction to Energy Medicine, February 23rd and 24th in Worcester, Massachusetts. Call 866-303-HEAL. That's 866-303-4325. Revitalize your soul with Wayne Dyer, Robert Holden, Doreen Virtue, Marianne Williamson, Greg Braden, and your other favorite Hay House authors on a day or weekend retreat in Las Vegas. It's the annual I Can Do It conference on June 26th through 29th at the Sands Expo, and it's packed with inspiring keynote lectures, interactive workshops, autograph sessions, exhibitors, and more than 35 best-selling authors. Tickets start at only $75. Call 800-654-5126 or visit ICanDoIt.net. Your power with your passion, your life with your vision, and your spirit with your mission. 
Dr. Lisa Cooney will help you learn to co-create life you want and deserve. She'll empower and affirm you both professionally and personally. Dr. Cooney will teach you how to live your life being balanced in mind, body, and spirit. Tune in to Cultivating Presence, The Psychology of Soul with Dr. Lisa Cooney, Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific. Listen live at thedrpatshow.com. Tampa Bay Wellness Magazine, the Bay Area's premier magazine for holistic, alternative, and complementary health. Tampa Bay Wellness informs and inspires you about choices and opportunities for a more balanced, healthy, and happy life. You can find Tampa Bay Wellness Magazine at over 700 locations in the Tampa Bay area or online at tampabaywellness.com. Tampa Bay Wellness Magazine is the natural choice for physical, mental, and spiritual enlightenment. Hi, this is Dr. Scott of Crown Hill Chiropractic in Seattle, your center for maximized living. Wellness is much more than being free of illness. It's about optimal living in all aspects of life. Our maximized living team provides a safe, healing environment while helping individuals express their true divine potential through chiropractic care and wellness coaching. For more information on achieving wellness, visit us at crownhillchiropractic.com or give us a call at 206-782-8800. Are you tired of treating your animal companions with toxic drugs? Do chronic, degenerative, or disabling conditions affect your horse's or pet's quality of life? Quantum Healing, created by Dr. Susan Seeley, with over 25 years as a veterinarian and 40 in the equestrian field, brings hope of true health and healing for your pet or equine companion. Visit QuantumVet.com. Learn how Quantum Healing can benefit your animal companion. That's QuantumVet.com. Good news, Belgium. We're streamed worldwide at 1150kknw.com. Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. everyone you're just tuning in you are listening to dr lisa at the dr pat show and this is cultivating presence the psychology of soul and i've been talking with my guest byron katie founder of the work and best-selling author of loving what is remember feel free to call in with your questions for myself and certainly for katie so that that maybe we can walk you through the steps and she can walk you through the steps of her powerful process called the work at 1-800-930-8219 and to get any more information or just more information on Byron Katie and the work, kindly go to thework.com. That's www.thework.com. So while we wait for some callers, Katie, as I was preparing for today's show, um, one of the participants at one of my workshops wondered out loud if the work always works. I'm sure you probably get this question all the time. Like, is the process applicable to any troubling situation in our life, um, no matter how deeply entrenched it may be or the beliefs may be? So my question for our listeners here is, what is the secret to the work being used successfully in our lives? Um, you know, the work works when you answer the question. That's how it is. But if, if someone, like, if, if someone says, um, I say, he doesn't like me, and someone says, Katie, and asks me the first question, he doesn't like you, is that true? If I answer the question... You know, I just consider and I answer and I just simply state what I believe. It's going to work. And then they would say, Katie, he doesn't care about you. Can you absolutely know that it's true? Right. 
So I'm going to consider that, and I'm going to answer. You know, I'm going to get still, and I'm going to answer it. And I'm going to commit to both of those questions, one or the other. You know, I'm going to commit to Mm -hmm. yes or no. But let's say, they say, can you absolutely know that it's true that he doesn't care about you? And I say, well, yes, you know, he he didn't call me. Do you know what that's like? He Mm -hmm. really, um, you know, I don't know why he feels that way. Okay, what happened? I'm into, I'm into a story. I'm into all the thoughts that happen to prove that what I'm believing is true. That's how the mind works. So the work... That's amazing. It reminds me of um, what Dr. Wayne Dyer says. If you change the way you look at things, the way you look at things change. Yeah. And so by answering the questions, you're putting it down. You're confronting your ego, so to speak, and all your judgments. And you're putting it down on paper, and you're looking at it. And it's like, can I? And you're considering, is this true? And it just takes that split second, I believe, and and you probably know better than me, to just take that quick second to just turn your brain around and turn your thoughts around and be like, Oh, wait, no, I can't know that that's true. And, yeah, and, and maybe and I it might only, think it's true, but is it really true? Yeah, and it only happens if you commit to a yes or a no. You know, in other right. ways, answer the question. Now, the third question, how do, how do, how do you react when you think the thought um, that he doesn't care about you? What happens? Well, you feel those feelings in your gut or maybe your chest, yeah. and you sit with that. Let's see, how do I react when I think, when I believe that? Um, Oh, when I when I see him, I'm cold, or I'm I'm um, I'm very careful, or I try to impress him. Um, I feel uh, when I think that thought, I feel depressed. Now, see, I'm answering the effects. I'm answering the question of how I react. What happens when I think that thought? So it works. It mm-hmm. works because I'm answering the question. But if they say, Katie. Um, he doesn't care about you. How do you react when you think that thought? And I say, you know, I feel terrible because he, he doesn't care. He doesn't call me. So you notice I have stopped answering the question. I'm into defense. I'm into justification. That is not the work. I call that mm-hmm. the old way, the ancient way, the way of victimhood. Victims right. are violent people. So if I answer the question, just describing with my eyes closed even how I react right. and I believe that thought. And I notice that's where addictions start to happen. He and that's what's also so me. beautiful about the process and of the work, the four questions is people are always looking like or say, you know, it's, can it be that easy? And the, yeah. the answer is if you're willing to put down your true thoughts and answer the question and like you yeah. said, commit. Yes. Say yes or no, no flaking out in the middle and saying yep. maybe. And, and put down what's true for you. Exactly. Then it is that simple to change yes. the it, way that you're thinking and to it, end the suffering, isn't it? It is, but only if you answer the question and notice how your mind will want to defend and justify. Just notice because in that moment the work stops working, and rightly so, because you're no longer doing the work. Right. So the fourth question, who would I be? without the thought he doesn't care about me. And you That's can close your eyes. Oh my goodness. And and you can you you can see them and, and you can you can see it from a whole different place. You know, that my goodness, if I didn't believe that I'd have no way of even considering he didn't care about me. I right. would be connected to him. I'd be saying anything as sweet as I want. I wouldn't be a pretender. I wouldn't be 
uh, pretending to be someone I'm not. I wouldn't be hurt. I wouldn't be wounded. I wouldn't. Right. I wouldn't talk about him to other people. You know, it just. It, I would be connected. And so you sit there and you just image who would I be without the thought. And then we turn it around. You know, he doesn't care about me. He turned around. He does care about me. And that you know, an ego can really burn there mm-hmm. because it's 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 about to be. It's like in your own face, not true. And, right. And um, and if you answer yes to, is it true? Do you have to know that it's true? If you answer yes to both of those, it's fine. Just trust the four questions and move to the third one. But on the turnaround, he does care about me. You begin to find examples, and again, get very still. This work is meditation, and 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 just go back and and look at where he has said something kind, or where he has done something kind for right. you. You know, just and it's so go, excuse me, but it's so beautiful. You you keep saying trust the four questions, and you know if somebody the people that ask, you know, does the work really work? You know, can the really qu- the questions really? I just answer them. Will it really change, you know, the way I'm looking at things and end the suffering? And, and, and yes, it does. And if you're Radically. not trusting the four questions, you know, that you can do the work on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, you know just to see but, what it is that you're not trusting. Because if you're not trusting the questions that it can work for you and it be that simple, then that belief system is also working in your life somewhere else. Yes, And exactly. now you're just focusing it on the questions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, exactly. And what I love about that fourth question is who would you be without the thought? Whenever, when I first read it, like something inside of my own gut, right in the center of my own being. Sometimes I call that like my, my soul or my soul print. We talk a lot on this show on this show about something about it. When I read that question, just like you know, straightened up my posture and and I had a really good feeling, kind of a feeling of euphoria. It's like we all want to be who we really are, yes. and we don't want to really be. We all have the same desire to not be this reactive person yes. from our minds and getting yes. all these conflicts and whatnot. Yes. with other people or even with ourselves. And and that's what I love about that question, number four. Is yes. like it really gives you hope about, hope because you're writing it down, this is who I'm going to be, and this is who I could be if I didn't think that way. And that and gives it's, us hope it's, 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 moving that way. Yes, and it's who I am without yes. that thought. Really? So we Thank begin, you, yes. we begin in, in, in that, uh, how, how do I react and who would I be without thought? And those two questions we begin to see that it's not, that person is not him that is the cause, the source of my uh, stress. Right. It is what I'm believing about him that is the source of my stress. And if a person answers those two, you know, these, these four questions, they see that so radically. What happens is <laughs> their lives radically shift. They can no longer believe it. it it's like I, I love to share, you know, when I walk into the room, there can be 5,000 people there, and I know every single one of them loves me. Yeah. And... And I just don't expect them to realize it yet. Right. If they're believing their thoughts about me and they're negative, how can they like me? And they have exactly. a right to their, to their thoughts. They have a right to see me the way that they see me. But for my life, how do I see them? That, that's my job. If I don't care about every human on this planet, there right. is something wrong with my thinking. Not me. My thinking. So I question my negative judgments, my negative thoughts. I question them, and then they let go of me. I can't let go of them as long as I'm believing them. But I question them, and then they let go of me. And again, I am left in heaven. I am left in paradise. And, and it's, it's, um, it's, it's the same planet. It's just this, this right. amazing 
paradigm yes, shift Yes, it is amazing. And like I've said before, your work is amazing. And it's really even more amazing to, to sit here and talk with you about this and share um, this so very exciting. resonant system. And as we're closing down this segment here um, in just a minute, I would just like to offer you the opportunity to share with our listeners any final thoughts and what, what you would like to leave our listeners with for today. That suffering is optional. <laughs> Anytime you suffer, notice what are you thinking. Write it down and statement by statement, I invite you to the work. I invite you to the end of suffering. It's always free on my website, thework.com. Yes. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Katie, for oh. sharing your profound process with us today. Oh, Dr. You're truly an inspiration you. and really a gift to us all. Oh, thank you so much. And you and your work. I'm so grateful. Wonderful. It's been, really been an honor and a privilege to have you on the show. And thank you for your really your amazing contribution to the healing on the planet. Well, thank you for asking me. And to our listeners, if what we've talked about today has sparked your interest and you, in, you are impassioned to walk yourself out of your suffering into loving what is, then log on to www.thework.com, the W-R-K, work.com, and stop your suffering today. It takes dream teamwork to make your dream work, and it takes a community to help you awaken and love your life. Join me, Dr. Lisa, after the break as we continue to talk about loving what is. This is Dr. Lisa on The Dr. Pat Show, and you are listening to Cultivating Presence, The Psychology of Soul. One world, one heart, one song. You're invited to the Global Heart Benefit Concert on February 29th. Let your soul be lifted and celebrate with us our deep intention to be of service to our greater global family. This special benefit concert supports the powerful demonstration of faith in action by groups dedicated to building a better future for everyone. Children's Hospital, Habitat for Humanity, Country Doctor, Earth Corps and University Church's Emergency Fund, featuring the Choir of Light and joined by special musical guest Leora Cash, Canada's leading gospel jazz vocalist. The Global Heart Benefit Concert, February 29th, 7.30 p.m. at the Center for Spiritual Living in Seattle. Visit spiritualliving.org for more information. Sign up for the Dr. Pat Show weekly newsletter, giving you the week's guest lineup, promotions, sponsor giveaways, and listing seminars and events such as this one. Go to thedrpatshow.com and register now. Chocolate. Not only sensual, but powerful. Shasai Dark Unprocessed Chocolate. Highest level of antioxidants in a simple food. Did you know science has shown dark chocolate could help you lose weight? Did you know that you can actually improve your overall health by eating dark chocolate? Or that you can enjoy eating chocolate three or more times a day, guilt-free? Did you know that chocolate actually has a bliss factor? Life with chocolate couldn't be sweeter. Lifewithchocolate.net Are you one of the millions of frustrated people who can't take off weight or keep it off on a low-fat or low-calorie diet? It's hard, isn't it? Well, don't despair another day. The Sugar-Free Miracle Diet is the answer to your prayers. I'm Karen Bentley, and I lost 130 pounds on this program. I'm also the founder and CEO of the Sugar-Free Miracle Diet Company. Go to SugarFreeMiracle.com, that's SugarFreeMiracle.com, and get started today. Do you want a better relationship to achieve outstanding business and career goals or to improve your health and fitness? You have the answers. All the power you need is within you. 
Personal transformation is about a solid foundation in the workings of the conscious and unconscious mind with a seminar or training that gets you high and keeps you there. Contact the Empowerment Partnership and unlock your hidden potential. Call 1-800-800-MIND or visit NLP.com. Whatever you think you are, you're more than that. How can you work in harmony and prosper with the universe? Find out each week on the radio show, Cosmic Connections with Madeline. Brought to you by the Dr. Pat Show. Every Friday at 10 a.m. on KKNW 1150. Internationally known astrologer Madeline Gerwick brings you tips, tools, and answers to your questions. Check the show topics at PolarisBusinessGuides.com. That's PolarisBusinessGuides.com. Tune in Fridays at 10 a.m. to Cosmic Connections with Madeline. So you can prosper with the universe. Made fresh each day for you. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Hello and welcome back to Cultivating Presence, the Psychology of Soul with Dr. Lisa. We were just talking with this past hour with Byron Katie and about loving what is and the four questions called the work. And I'm just so inspired by her work and her words. And it was wonderful to talk to her. So I hope you really took in all that she shared. And we'll visit thework.com to continue your own healing. The points that I want to leave you with here today is first and foremost that you have the power to, to, to transform the suffering in your life into loving the life you live. And more importantly, to loving yourself, to stop reacting and to put the locus of control on you and change the way you look at things and change the way you behave in the world so that you don't have to behave from your mind. You can behave from your heart. And remember those words of Wayne Dyer that I mentioned earlier, that when we change the way we look at things, the, look, the things we look at change. The reality of our lives takes on the shape we give it. The stories in our lives, the mental tapes, that run through our heads, the conclusions and assumptions we make only have power over us if we give that power to them. This is not about thinking positive thoughts or stopping our thoughts or stuffing down and ignoring our thoughts. If you tried doing it, you know it's impossible at best, just like Katie said, and at worst it can lead to buried pain and resentment that flashes out at the most inopportune times. Loving what is is about facing our thoughts head on along with, and this is really important, the place in our body in which we hold this thought. Most likely you'll feel it in your gut, but there will be other places in your body. These mental beliefs that are attached to the thought, the negative emotions underlying it, and the spiritual dis-ease that it is causing us. There are four simple questions that you can ask yourself before you behave in any way of reactivity or negativity and that you behave in any other way other than your soul print. Remember, it's the song only you can sing, the poem only you can write, and the way of being in the world that is uniquely and only yours. Your soul print is likened to that of a fingerprint. We all have a different fingerprint, and it's the DNA of our soul. And that DNA of your soul is the answer to number four of Katie Byron, Byron Katie's work. Who would you be without that thought? You would be you, the amazing, phenomenal, and intrinsic being that you are. Loving what is is about facing our thoughts head on, along with, like I said, the place in your body. You can do this in a number of ways. Remember, all you have to do is breathe into your body and listen to what it is telling you. That may be enough to start unraveling your thoughts and giving you alternatives to those thoughts. You can also talk to a friend, brainstorm your way through it, work out of the gym and release it from your body, pray, cry, laugh, dance, create, anything that gets the thought moving and you back to yourself. And most importantly, 
You don't have to go anywhere. You can just go online, and everybody can get online to thework.com and download the Judge Your Neighbor worksheet. It has the four questions on it that we've repeatedly um, talked about in the show, but it also has a little bit more um, specific questions like who angers or frustrates you or confuses you, and how do you want them to change, and what is it that they should or shouldn't do, be, think, or feel, or what advice could you offer? What do they need to do in order for you to be happy, and what do you think of them? Make a list of what you think of these people that trigger you, or what is it that you don't want to experience with that person again? All these questions that Katie has so wonderfully put online, free, for you to just download, to just go there and work yourself through stuff because you are your own teacher, is that simple. You have a healing technique. Now you just need to choose to act on it or choose the suffering that that you continually perpetuate. I hope we all choose the action to stop the suffering because, as you and I both know, there is plenty of, plenty of hard, harsh things going on in life, and and the world is, is full of suffering. And the little bit that we can do to ease some of that suffering, the better. So you can do it right now. Whatever obstacle, worry, or trouble that is in your mind right now, just try it. Answer the questions. Commit to being true to yourself, feeling these feelings from your gut and listening to these judgments by writing them down. What is that situation? Ask yourself the question. Is it true? Can you absolutely know it's true? Right there and then, you're going to hear your reactivity, and you're going to be able to make a choice about suffering or not suffering, suffering or loving. And then how do you react when you think that thought? All of us react in some way. We behave in ways that aren't in our highest good. And then certainly, who would you be without that thought? That's the one that I talked about in the last segment that just, like, straightens my posture up and makes me feel really good about myself. It gives me the hope because what it, what it reflects and what it touches is that I want to be me. And who is me? And that's what we all need to, to put out into the world. Who is you? Who are you, I should say? Who are you? And who do you want to be? What is the I am inside of you? And then turn it around. Turn it around by owning it with I statements. If you're calling someone manipulative and their manipulation really, really pisses you off, own it yourself and find out how you're manipulative. If someone's controlling you, own it yourself and find out how you're controlling. If someone's telling you something that you don't believe about yourself, own it yourself and see how that is true about yourself. That's the most important thing to think about is the mirror back at you. It's not about anybody else. It's about you. And that's really hard. So I think that really the key to loving what is is not only being able to see your thoughts for what they are and to get really clear on how they are negatively impacting your life, but more importantly, it is knowing that you can turn it around at any time. You can go with the flow. You can make and choose a different thought and a different thought and a different thought and a different behavior and a different behavior and a different behavior. It is a choice. And along with it, you'll find new emotions with this different thought and new behavior and new insights and new bodily space and new spiritual peace that you've been always wanting to feel for so long. Because it is the moment that we loosen our hold on our fixed positions in our minds, our fixed positions and stuck thoughts loosen their hold on us. Remember, the moment we loosen our fixed positions, those fixed positions loosen their hold on us. And there we are with the same reality, it's shaping it in an entirely different way and finding peace and stability in what seemed to be a chaotic position. It is so powerful, this work. This is the power of choice and the power to end all suffering. 
people sometimes worry what would happen if they did end their suffering and release their story, okay? They're afraid that without a story, they would not be motivated to act and certainly would not know what to do. The truth is exactly the opposite. Inquiring into you and owning your life naturally gives rise to action that is clear, kind, fearless, and 100% in alignment with your soul print. Each of you, like I said earlier, has an an intrinsic spiritual signature. It is your unique fingerprint hidden within your soul. Doing this work will change the planet, the state of this country, and the legacy of America for generations to come. When you begin to meet your thinking with understanding, your body follows. It begins to move itself so you don't have to do anything. The work is about noticing your thoughts, opening your heart, opening your mind, not really necessarily changing anything about you other than changing your attachment to what you're thinking. When you work with the thinking, the doing naturally follows. Your judgment about others becomes your prescription for how to live. When you turn them around, you will see what will bring you happiness. The advice that you've been giving to others turns out to be the advice for you, for yourself to live a certain way. You become the wise teacher as you become a student for yourself. It stops mattering if anyone else hears you because you are listening. I'm going to say that again. It stops mattering if anyone else hears you because you are listening. You are the wisdom you offer yourself, and you are the wisdom you offer others. Breathing and walking and effortlessly moving on in your life, you can do that by living the work. Self-realization is the sweetest thing. It shows you and us how we are fully responsible for ourselves, and that is where we find our freedom. Rather than being other-realized, you can be self-realized. Instead of looking to others for fulfillment, you find it within yourself. Instead of blaming others for whatever is wrong in your life or whatever you're feeling bad about today, you can uh, fill out this worksheet, answer the questions, and go through a step-by-step clearing process of how not to judge your neighbor or anybody else. Because remember, when you judge, you devalue and disown parts of yourself that you don't want to look at, and you put it on someone else outside of yourself so that you don't have to look at it or deal with it, and therefore no change happens. So then you become attached to doing that type of behavior over and over again, and then you just become a persecutor, just blaming somebody for everything and blaming the world and a lot of somebody's. These simple yet profound lessons in this show are about how to stay true to you despite what life throws at you. We are all on a journey that takes our best self and all our big dreams that we have and turns them and wants to turn them into reality with every step lived in truth, integrity, and love. There is a community out there for you where you can practice these lessons in love and living and manifest all that you want. I offer you just that at the Life Empowerment Action Program workshops, the tools, guidance, and community that will change your life your soul and have you loving what is take advantage of all the offers that we have on the on the website at aboutleap.com that's a-b-o-u-t-l-e-a-p.com take the leap to live your best life next week join me dr lisa as i discuss the power of emotions what we call energy in motion I am a witness to my 